And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. Sing the song with me. It's a very old song, but you'll learn it quick. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. I want to know you I more. I want to know you more. Lift your hands. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. The greatest thing in all my life. Catholic school and the nuns used to tell us if you sing, you pray twice. So when you sing, you lift your hands, you say I want to know God more. I want to know Him more. Paul said that I might know Christ in the power of His resurrection and in the fellowship of His suffering. That I might know him. So this man wrote this song. He said, I want to know you more. I want to know you more. Let's sing it again. The greatest thing in all my life. The greatest thing in all my life is knowing you. 
Jesus. You may be seated. Thank you. We thank the Lord for all these beautiful children. Amen. You may never know what your child will turn out to be. You must give your child to God. Amen. I want to conclude on loving God today, short sermon for you that I started some weeks ago and I found it to be such a great blessing. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 16. I want to talk to you today about the blessings of loving the Lord. What kind of blessings? You know, good preaching is about blessings and many people like blessings. So today you will have a nice sermon on what type of blessings await those who love the Lord. We have now a YouTube channel. You can go to Chris Ross Ministries and see YouTube. There are of my previous sermons on loving God. Because it will make it clear to you what does it mean to love God. You might think that it's just a cliche that you love God. But there are certain things that God is looking for. Amen. One of it is camping in the house of God like this. Camping. Come to camp here. Yeah. Come with excitement for you. Yeah. It shows that you are God lover. That's why I refer to you as God lovers. We don't plan our service for non-God lovers. We plan it for God lovers. Hallelujah. And the greatest commandment given to man 
is this thing, that you must love the Lord your God. The greatest. There are many commandments. We must pray. Yes, we must. We must read our Bibles. Of course we must. We must come to the house of God. But the greatest of them all, you must love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. In Matthew, it talks about the heart, the soul, and the mind. In the other gospel, it talks about four things. It talks about the strength, the heart, the mind, the soul, and the, on all your strength. It's the body, soul, and spirit. Love Him. But there are great blessings that you will receive by loving God. And maybe some of the evidence of people love God is they are blessed. Amen. And I will show you what type of blessings is coming to you. There's too many, so I might even do this in two parts. Part one, part two. We're not in a rush because we are God lovers. We want to learn how to love God. I want to love you more. Do you know you can love God more? I gave Virgil a song some years ago on loving God more. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 16. In that I command you this day, you are commanded to love the Lord your God. I command you this day to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, His statutes. The statutes means the laws and His judgments, that you may live and multiply. What will happen? You will live and you will multiply. There will be increase in your life. Hallelujah. All you have to do is this commandment. I command you this day that you must love the Lord your God. Walk in His ways. Keep His commandments and His laws that you may live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee what shall he do? In the land whether thou goest to possess it. Wouldn't you like to be blessed by God? If there's anything you must really ask for in life, it's the blessing of the Lord. Don't ask for money, because money gets up. Ask for the blessing. The blessing has money included in it. You see, but there are many other. You can have all the money, but then your life can also be sad because somebody died, your child died, or this, this happened. Or the money can't buy that type of peace. It's the blessing of the Lord. It makes rich and adds no. How many of you would like the blessing of the Lord on your life? Hallelujah. So we are looking at this this morning and you are blessed. John chapter 14 verse 21. The sermon is called The Blessing of Those Who Love the Lord. And the first key we're going to take home with us today is that if you love the Lord, you will experience His presence and His manifestation. Two things, His presence and His manifestation. This you find in John 14 verse 21. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Put this in NLT, maybe it's a different nice English for all of you. 
Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them. And I will love them and reveal, this is manifest, I will reveal myself to them. I will reveal myself to them. And then the next one, verse 22 and 23. And then this disciple asked, Judas asked him, there was another Judas, not the one who betrayed him. Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at last? And this is what he answered them. He said, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them. And we, both my father and I, we will come and make our home with each of them. Beautiful. Hallelujah. The manifestation of God's power in your life will increase as you love, as your love for God also increases. And not just the manifestation, but the presence of God will be evident as you grow in your love for God. Say amen. So what is the greatest commandment? The greatest commandment is to love God. And as you do this, God returns your love by giving you the greatest thing that he can give you is his presence. Amen. The presence of God follows all those who love God. Is the God lovers. God wants to be close to people who love him. Wouldn't you like to be, isn't it normal that when somebody loves you, you also want to be close to such people? People who don't like you, don't love you, you don't want to go to such places, isn't it? People have no interest in you, so you don't. Like if you fall in love, you want to be by your beloved a lot, of, many times in the week. If it's not for the parents that prevent you, you go every day. Because you are, you are receiving love. You want to be close to the people who love you. So it's no different with God. God likes people who love him, so he comes to you. <laughs> and his presence is with you. What is the presence? The presence carries three things. The aura, the voice, and the gift. The aura is almost like uh, you feel the person is here. The person can be in the room next door, but you know the person is in the area. Are you with me? The, the aura of the person is there. When the person dies, that's when you see the aura is gone. It's not here anymore. The voice is quiet. You still have the gift maybe. A gift was given to you. But the person is not there anymore. It's different. Are you listening? It was this presence that made Moses say, this is what I want God to give me. You see? God said to him, I will send an angel to you to take you through the... the he said, no, 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 no. You must go with me. Your presence must go with me. If you don't go with me, Lord, I don't want to go. I can't take these people. It's your presence I want. Hallelujah. And God said to Moses, okay then, I will give you my presence. And in the presence is included the glory, the goodness, and the grace of God. I preached this message in Uppington. The glory, the goodness, and the grace of God is locked up in the presence of God. If God is with you, good things are going to happen to you. 
If God is with you, glory will shine on you. If God is with you, His grace, His favor, it will, be, it will come to you. That's why Moses said, I will not move from here until I have your presence. So you can, some people you see that you can see they carry God's presence with them. Yes, it's different than the non-God lover. He has no presence. He's in church. It's different. It's different. He's a good church goer, but it's not the same. Amen. You will receive the presence and the manifestation. Hallelujah. That's the two greatest blessings that come to people who love the Lord. Amen. God will give you those two things because eye has not seen nor ear has ever heard what God has done for you. Glory be to God. Number two, if you love the Lord, God will also not just give you the presence and his, and, his, uh, and his manifestation, but God will do things for you that was never heard of. Just look at Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. It is written that I has not seen, nor has the ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that come to church. Is that what the Bible says? That read my Bible. That, that, that memorize my scriptures. No. He says, I has not seen nor has the ear heard what God, the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. Amen. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I have discovered that uh, coming to church and being part of this, which is very important and having a Christian type of outlook, it could also happen and you really don't love God. You know what I'm saying? That is why I want to make a clear distinction between loving God and just doing Christian things. Some people come for a girlfriend, some come for a boyfriend, some come because their parents send them, but they don't love God. Are you with me? But you will notice that the blessings on those who love God, they carry His presence. They carry His, He manifests Himself to them. Now He's saying, eye has not seen, nor has the ear heard, what things God has prepared for those who love Him. It's now like you sit here, but you've not seen yet what, what's going to happen in your life. Yeah. And you can't imagine what's going to happen in your life. When I was a young boy, grew up in Eitzig, which is sometimes called Smokelsig, I never dreamt that I would travel to other countries of the world. It wasn't part. I, I, I has not seen. Amen. As I've served the Lord, I've seen churches I've never seen before. I've, I've, been, I've been to the largest church in the world when it was still number one in South Korea. My eyes, I've never thought my eye would see. 
I stood under the Eiffel Tower in Paris, me, with my beloved, which was my wife. And we held hands and we looked up. That you see on TV, you. I stood there. It's a huge steel structure. It's joined by different steels and you can even go up and then come down or you can take the lift up and take the lift down to the Eiffel Tower. And as I opened my bedroom, I saw the, the tower in the night lit up with, with lights. Take a quadra. I has not seen or the ear heard. I met people I never thought I'd meet. I only saw Benny on TV. I never thought I would meet him as a person. Yes. So many people I never thought I'd meet. It's, been, it's, 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 it's when you love God, then this is one of the blessings. I met Oral Roberts' son, Richard Roberts. You don't know these people. You must know the Christian heroes. I met him. I took a picture with him. What a blessing. I met Larry, Larry Stockstill, one of the biggest churches in America. I, I sat with Mike Murdoch, me. These are TV people. Heroes of faith. There's nothing special about me. I come from Itzach. But the Lord has made this plan for me. I've eaten food that I never dreamt I would eat. Kijk, moet niet kwaad raken. Zeker net chips en rolls. Hot chips en rolls. That's all that's it. That's why when we have sales here, the best seller of, of chips is, I couldn't believe they said, Pastor, the chips is, hot chips and the rolls is sold out. Because that's the food. It was in Uganda when I ate chapati and matoki. You, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. But my eye has seen these things. One day I sat with a colored man and uh, I was giving him avocado pear. You know, avocado pear. So he said to me, I don't eat this stuff. I said, who come I said, you would brand you, mind you. I said, no, man, this avocado. I said, I said, no, you would eat some of this. What do they say? Sushi. To smear my sushi full from the avocado pay. Yarma to brand my mountain. I say for him, Bushman. Take a Naksim. He didn't know that this. What do they call this thing? Washame. Yeah, it's a strong, it's a, it's a, this seafood come from, it's a China thing, isn't it? I, I was in South Korea and I ate uh, these leaves that the Koreans give you. I can't just remember the name of the food. 
Who knows? Ek weet ek is in Delphi ochen. Ek sê vir julle, I'm trying to explain to you that God will take you to places. You see, don't get used to this, this. When you love God, you really love God. I has not seen. No, has the ear heard. The things God has prepared for you. The things gone. So I had to learn to eat with two sticks. These two sticks. And every time the people turn away, I drink it. Come on. Come on. Kimshi, that's the name, Kimshi. Anybody heard this name, Kimshi? Who travel? Other brother flew for the first time. So when we waited for him at the airport, he came with two shoprite bags with his clothes inside there. He never had even a bag to fly. You better get your bag ready because if you love God, you're going to be going to places you never dreamt of before. This is the blessing of God. And it's true what I'm telling you. Don't, don't think it's strange. You will go to places you've never, you'll see people you've never met before. Yes, you'll eat food you've never dreamt of before. We have churches now that I never thought I'll have a church here, there, there. We are, we are starting to talk about our church in Uganda to plant there and in Ghana. Could it have been possible? Yesterday we stood on the, in the garden with Pastor Brenham, Pastor Charlie, Pastor Robin, and we reminisced over how we built this building. And we said, I, I didn't see there. It was only sand. But the, when, the, when the Lord is involved, when His manifestation is there, and His presence is there. Hey, you better get ready. You're going to go to King's Palaces. Joseph was in the prison. And the Lord moved him to the King's Palace. It was this one dream that he revealed. Because the presence of God was with him. He could reveal the dream. The same with Daniel. The Bible says in Daniel 1, in Daniel 10, The Spirit of the God is upon him. Because he could reveal things. God manifest himself to him. Hallelujah. The king Belsasa was making jokes and having fun. And he drank from the golden vessels that was holy unto the children of God. And while they were playing the fool, there was a handwriting on the wall. He saw just a handwriting. No arm, just a hand writing on the wall in the book of Daniel. And the Bible says they were moved with consternation. Say consternation. Because of the hand writing on the wall. He said, what does this mean? They said, nobody knows. They said, find the man with whom is the spirit of God. They said, there is a man, his name is Daniel. He reveals dreams because the presence of God is with him. Then Daniel came and the king said, what meanest this thou? Handwriting on the wall. And he said, it means teeny, teeny, mickle, ifasen. 
you have been weighed in the balance and you have found you have found one thing tonight is the end of your life and the bible says that very same night king belsasa was killed but when the man of god is close that carries the presence of the lord you can ask the manifestation and the revelation of God from a man of God. May you be such a person that you can reveal God to others. If you love God, I will come to you. I will manifest myself to you and you, I will show you things that eye has not seen, ear has not heard what God has prepared for them that love Him. Amen. It's a blessing to serve God and a blessing to love God. It's a bad thing if you're not on God's side because there's no goodness for you. There's no glory for you. There is no grace for you. If you are visiting here, you are here for the first time, I want to invite you to come to God's side. Find a difference in God's side than the world's side. You make a great mistake to say you don't have time for God. It means you don't love God. People who love one another, they make time for one another. Yeah. It's not just a love for nothing. When God starts to give back to you, the eye cannot handle it. The eye and the ear. That's why you, people will start to be jealous for you. People will start to hate you. It happened to Joseph. It will happen to you as well. It's the glory of God that will start to work in your life. To them that love God. To them that love God. Now, it's not that your family are not church people. They don't use the words I'm using. But it's actually the longer you stay in the presence, it's because you love somebody, isn't it? Whatever you love, you stay long there. If you love Netflix, you watch it for 10 hours, isn't it? If you love football, you will watch five games after one another. It's how it is. You spend time there where you love. I'm encouraging you to love God because the blessings and the benefits, it far outweighs what any other love can give you. The greatest thing in your life must be to love God. Because it pays back handsomely. Hallelujah! May the Lord bless you and may you see good things in your life. Two more points and I'm closing. Amen. Number three, if you love God or if you love the Lord, God will cause things to work out for you. There's a very popular scripture that most Christians quote, Romans 8 verse 28. Listen to the scripture. It says, Romans 8 verse 28, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to His purpose. How many of you have heard this scripture before? Raise your hand. Yes, it's a popular scripture. It's an amazing scripture and it is quoted by many people. 
People that assume that all things will just work out for their good. But unfortunately, it is not the case. Many things don't just work out for good, isn't it? You can't say that all things work together for good to those that are Christians. Some people say all things work together for believers. Others say all things work together for them who go to church. Or other people say because you're a good man, things will work out for your good, but it's not really the truth, isn't it? The scripture says all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. Look carefully. Put it in yellow, Mr. Computer Man. To them that love God. It is only to those who love the Lord who will have the blessing. And then this blessing is a miracle that things will work together for your good. Because in real life, it's not that everything bad that happens will now turn around for your good, isn't it? Sometimes when a bad thing happens, it just gets worse and worse and worse. If you lose your job, you lose money, you might even lose your wife, you lose your house, you lose, things go from bad to worse. Yeah. So when, 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 say you lose your job, but it works out for your benefit, it seldom happens. But to the God lover, the promise is like this. All things will work together. Ah, but I got fired. No, it, it is working together for your good. Because you are a God lover. Ah. Yeah. I don't want to go with this, but, but it's also true. Even a divorce. You, you, you think it's all over. Maybe the Holy Spirit wants me to talk to someone here today. You might think, somebody said, the greatest stress in life is the death of a spouse. The second greatest stress is, the, is a divorce. It's like death. Are you here? Now you might think all things, uh, it's just going to go worse. It, it, your, your, your life is over. No, but if you love God, even that bad situation can be turned around for your good. Maybe God is going to send you somebody that will love you more than the wicked wife you had before. Or the wicked husband that you had before. Somebody that really loves you and cares for you. Then you said, hey, things are now working for my good. Because I love God. I've no, I know couples like that. I couldn't say it, but I, I, I observe it. That this guy's second wife is better than his first. Ah, yeah. So you ladies must be nice to your husbands. Because you don't know, maybe God is also getting rid of you so that they can get somebody better. <laughs> be nice. But God turns things around. My God can turn it around, isn't it? What is that song? How does the words? Give me the lyrics. I know my God will turn it around I have seen my God turn things around There are so many, many, many times in my life that I have seen my God turn listen, it listen. around Listen, listen, I was a school teacher in Uppington That's why I started the church there So I was working there in the hot sun like for a year 
But God was using me and I started the church there and God was working on me. Then I wanted to come back home because my wife was here, but it wasn't my wife yet, we were beloved. So I wanted to marry her and I think my season was over that side. I wanted to come back to Cape Town. Then I applied for a job in Atlantis. It's about, I thought, it's not as far as Uppington, it's about 45 minutes out of Cape Town. I, it took me two months with the application, sitting with the people, and the last minute, the door closed, poof, for me. And I remember walking to the phone, that time there was no cell phones. I walked up and down to the telephone, calling people, doing this, doing this. I, and I came back for the December Christmas holidays, and I thought, this thing didn't work for me. I'm just going to go back and try again next year. But when I came back for the holidays, I walked into someone in the shopping mall, an old school teacher friend of mine. So I told him, he said, where are you now? I said, no, I'm teaching there. He said, listen, phone somebody. Yes, yes, a number. Phone this person. They are looking for a teacher. I said, where? He said, right here, five minutes away from your house. I said, it can't be. I phoned the person. My, my stuff was all back in Uppington. I'm testifying to you. Listen to my testimony. I left all there because I'm going back. I just came for Christmas. And then I met this person, the school principal. And the principal said, it's complicated, but bring your forms. In three or four days, the whole thing turned around. And they said, you are starting here. They must release you there, but you must start. It was, it was a system called something, transfers. Yeah, so it's starting here. And I realized when, when they said to me this thing, I realized the day when the negative answer came for Atlantis, Spookdor, God had already a plan that I was not going to go every day, an hour up and an hour back. Just five minutes, just here. When things are bad, where's the verses? Are you weighed down by battles in life? Are you weighed down by battles in life? Are you thinking of quitting the race? Are you race? thinking of quitting the race? There is no need to give up on your journey Because I know that my God will turn it around It's for them who love God! Sing it, Bertie. I know my God will turn it around. Do you believe it? I have seen my All God things work together for good. There are so many, many, many times in my life that I have seen my God turn it around. Listen. All things work together for good. To them that love God. Look, me being here. And you sitting on the chair listening to me. I was a pastor at another church. And things just collapsed in the church that I used to attend. But God knew I had to come here for you. Can't you see my God turn things around? It's going to turn it around for you. 
Turn it around. There are so many times in my life. There are so many, many, many times in my life that, that I have seen my God turn it around. Now, if you are here, listen. If God is no respecter of a person, I know that God loves me. He loves you too. All you have to do is give Him your love. He will come to you. He will make His abode with you. And when people think they are pushing you down, and when things are not working, I want to tell you, my God is going to turn it around. Listen, you, you won't be the, the tail anymore. No, 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 no. You're going to be the head. God made me the, the, the church leader here so that all these frustrations is out of my life. Now I say this is the way we go and we go. That's the way we go. You see? Others, others thought it was a negative, but not for God. He already had me in His plans. And God has you in His plan. I want you to know if you love God, if you're excited about God, you want to stay long with God, the blessings is coming to you. And this is one of those things that God will turn it around. Let me close, let me close. I've got to land this plane, I've got to land this plane. If you love the Lord, God will be with you in trouble. And He will defend you in a crisis. This is found in Psalm 91 verse 14. I see a lot of people have Psalm 91 as the sticker on their bumper. Have you seen it? The sky is protected by Psalm 91. Have you seen it? But what the people forget is that the promises of Psalm 91 is not for Christians. Listen to this. Because He set His love upon me. It's for God lovers. It's for God lovers. Because He set His love upon me, I will deliver Him. And I will set Him on high. Because He has known my name. For me. But I love God. And the the the... the exaltation, the glorification, the lifting is because of this thing. It's not connections. It's not my education. It's not my organizational skills. It's purely because I love God. When I sing a song to God, I can be alone and then I'm crying. Hey! I don't know to cry in front of people because there's a genuine heartbeat for my, my Lord, my God, and my King. When I think of all that is done for me, and how wicked I am, and how wretched I am, and then I say, Lord, you still love me. Oh, I love you also, Lord, because you first loved me. When I am tempted, when the temptation comes, my thought first goes to what will God say? Not is my wife seeing me? Is my pastor seeing me? 
or my friends say, what is God saying of me now in the temptation? When Potiphar's wife came to Joseph, she, they say she had a nighty, a see-through nighty. Yay! I don't know how beautiful she was, but I'm sure she must have. Rich people always have beautiful women. Because women like to go for money, see so. I've sometimes found real bushmen with very nice ladies with long hair, and I thought, hey, who created the bushman and the moifro? And I realized the bushman sit geld, man. So it's there where I realized that sometimes money can also buy nice faces. But the, you know, you never noticed this before. And they think it's more attractive as the bushman might have a mooi girly, but she can't. So Potiphar's wife must have been beautiful. And she came. You, you can imagine the breeze in the night. And the night had a slit right up here. Yay! And when she turned like this. She said, Joseph! You can have all you want. But because he loved God. I say, he said, I can't disappoint my God. I can't do this thing. You see, you easily, when I'm not with you, you see, I don't see you. You, you easily do anything. You have no fear for God. You have no love for God. Joseph was alone when Potiphar's wife said, Charlotte, come out. Of a bringer. And the Lord elevated Joseph. They, they took him. She lied on him. They threw him in a prison. But the Lord didn't forget him. Because he set his love on me. I will deliver him. And because the revelation and the manifestation of God was with him. When he revealed the dream to the butler and the baker. They told Pharaoh. There's a man in the prison. Where's the spirit of the Lord? It's a dream revealer. Because God manifests and reveals things to him. Glory to God. This wicked woman thought she was finishing him off. But he was not finished. Because God promised in his word, if you set your love on me, I will deliver you in a time of crisis. Everybody goes through trouble. I've got news for you. It doesn't mean that you're going to come to Jesus. You're not going to have trouble anymore. Trouble will always be around. But the difference is, we've got someone that will help us in the time of trouble. He's a deliverer. And I want to tell somebody here today, don't give up on your crisis. 
Your crisis might have intensified. You might have come for prayer a few times and you don't see a solution. But I want to tell you, God's timing is perfect. I had to learn this great lesson when I was working in the secular world. God's timing is perfect. We don't always understand things. We don't know why God allows things to happen. But if you love Him, He will deliver you and He will set you on high because you know His name. Because you know His name. Hallelujah. And lastly, if you love Him, the same verse 15, verse 15, verse 15, I'm closing. He shall call upon me and I will answer Him and I will be with Him in trouble. I will deliver Him and I will honor Him. Verse 16, please. Verse 16, listen to this beautiful. With long life will I satisfy Him and show Him my salvation. Can you put that in the NLT, please? I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Glory to God. You will also get long life and salvation. Ze gaan oud word. Hoor jy? Jy moet die bitter mens wees, hoor. Want as die jyre jou moet lang kou, dan moet jy ook kom saam jou kan lewe. Mense wat oud word, hulle moet lekker wees. Long life. Long life. We, we visited Captain Jackie when he was, when his daughter died, my wife and myself. And we met his mother-in-law. She's 90 years old. And she spoke, she's got a full mindset. She's, and I said to her, you must have been a very good child in your lifetime. She says, why? I said, because the Bible says, if, if you honor your mother and father, then you will live very long. But then I also realized if you love God, there it is. If you, if you set your love on Him, I will reward you with long life and give them your salvation. Amen? We're going to have your 80th and your 90th birthday here in the cathedral. Yeah. Glory to God. All you need to do is to love God and you will get these two things. May you receive this blessing of long life. Whatever shortens your life is cursed now in the name of Jesus. May heaven respond when, because of your love for the Almighty God. May you enjoy a long life and may you be saved because you've set your love on Him. I was preaching in Uppington, or I don't know where I was preaching, in Johannesburg, no, in Durban, just recently. And I was making an example of some of you whose husbands never served God. Nicole is one, Sister Nancy is one. And I was telling them, I have people in my church where the women served faithfully. The husbands were not interested in the house of God. But they kept serving God and kept they love towards Him strong. Now the Bible promises us, I will give you long life and I will show you my salvation. So salvation of God is coming to you 
but also to those that's close to you. Are you listening? Now you say, Pastor, but how? Say, I want to change the people. You can't always change the people. You can't always convince people with your argument that they must serve God. All you need to do is you continue to love God and to serve God and you will see, He will show you His salvation. Because God is a God of the household. God is a God that respects families. Yeah. He even says to the woman, because of your love for me, I will sanctify your husband. Yes. So, don't give up. Maybe you've been coming to church alone. Your family's not interested. Your husband's not interested. Your wife's not interested. But because you love God, you continue to come. Continue. You'll be ostracized. You'll be criticized. You'll be said all types of things. They will say bad things. They will even blame you of loving the pastor more than them. All these things will come to you. Don't let it disturb you. You faithfully love God. Love Him. Love Him with all your heart. Let nothing take the love of God out of your heart. Because what is coming to you is God's protection. But more than that, I will show you my salvation. I will show you my salvation. Your lost child is going to come to serve God one day here in this church. Yes. Your husband that was not. And Clinton has been such a... Is he working today? He's around. He's been such a blessing. Godelose man vol veel gedagtes. Maar sy vrou het aangehou. Sy vrou het aangehou. And at the right time, just when the devil was about to think, he's striking the last blow. God came through. I never forget the story. I really close now. My, my iPad is closed. Pastor Colin Lefoy told us the story. He said, a great chess champion was leaving a certain country, but he had enough time for his flight. So he spent some time in the city center and he walked through a museum. Are you listening to my last story? He went through a museum and in the museum, there were many paintings. And then in the one painting, he saw this person painted a chessboard. But because he's interested in chess, a chess champion, he also went closer to see this painting of a chessboard. And you know what the chess, what the painters, the painter drew? He drew a big chessboard and the devil playing chess with a very small, thin man. And you could see the man, the way he painted it was the man was in a frail this uh, state of nervousness. You can paint it like that. And Satan was sitting opposite him. Yeah. And he said, the, the writing, a, paint, a painting normally has a, 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 a subscription, a caption. And the caption was, checkmate. You know, if you play chess, if you know anything about chess, uh, you that play drafts, chess is different. Chess is more, you have to think a bit more. But when they say checkmate, it means you can't move anymore. I've got you now. I've got you now. And the board was there and there was a few pieces on the board and the inscriptions and the devil was sitting like this over the board with his wands and the little thin man shaking and the, the, the inscription said, checkmate. 
Today, but maybe the devil has pressed you in a corner and said checkmate. But I've come to tell you it's not checkmate because the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, has one more move. Hallelujah! For your ministry, for your family, for your life, the king has one more move. If you will allow him, if you will love him, he will come on your behalf. I will manifest myself to you. I will give you my presence. I will give you my deliverance. And I will show you my salvation. Because the king. <laughs> I feel the anointing of the Lord strong in my life here. The king has one more move in your life. The king has one more move in your life. I profess it over you. I declare it. It's not over until God says it's over. To them that love him. To them that set their love on him. I will set them on high. It's not over for you, my sister. The king has one more move. Bow your heads and close your eyes. I don't know who I'm talking to. But life has many curveballs, many difficulties. But your deliverer is up high. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. My God can turn it around. Huh. I see my God can turn it around. I want to pray for you. Come to me if God is talking to you. Your life is taking a difficult turn. But the king 
has one more move. The King has one more move. You that need Jesus, come out. Come to me. I want to pray for you. You that need Jesus and you say, My pastor, I'm not living right. I also want to pray for you. Then there are those whom the enemy has attacked. The enemy has no strength here. This is the house of God. Jacob said, this is the house of the Lord. I didn't even know it. This is the temple of God. My God, there's one more move. Basil will sing it and you will come and will pray for you. My God will turn things around. God bless you for listening to this message. Remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.